Hello, everybody. It's the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 148, and I have another, well, he's an elected official, and he's on the ballot again on March the 5th, 2024. Early voting starts February the 14th, runs through the 27th. I have none other than our Knox County Law Director, David Book. How are you, David? I'm doing fine, Brian. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I appreciate you being on here. Um, just in full disclosure, uh, your campaign has an ad on brianhornback.com. And so, hey, a podcast is thrown in with, with an ad. So here we are. All right. But let, let's go back uh, and kind of introduce David Book to anybody who's been living under a rock for a while. Now, when you started out in the legal field, because uh, you've only been in government law about eight and a half, almost nine years now. But um, when you started out, you started out with uh, a couple of notable attorneys. One is our former Congressman John J. Duncan Jr. and the late Zane Daniel. Is that correct? That's correct. Back in 1980, that's when I started with them. Oh, wow, 1980. Um, so uh, when I got active in politics in about, well, my first campaign was in 1982 uh, as a volunteer with Robin Beard. Uh, Congressman Duncan, I think, was on the criminal court bench at that time, uh, or, or came along shortly thereafter before he went to Congress, I think, in 88. But um, so what What was it like learning to practice law with those two notorious, uh, fairly, fairly, fairly good lawyers? I mean, there's a lot of stories about Zane Daniel, because unfortunately, Congressman Duncan going from practicing law to being a criminal court judge and then to Congress for 30 years. I don't guess he had a whole lot of lawyer stories. So is there any good infamous Zane Daniel stories that you can retell? Oh, Zane, there's so many stories. He, he would, to, to learn under him, he was probably one of the two or three top trial attorneys back then. And he did both personal injury type work and he did, uh, of course, a lot of criminal work. Uh, and uh, I'd have to go back in right. my memory, but he he had a way with jurors, and he would go in front of a jury, whether it was a criminal jury or whatever. And he wouldn't have any papers in front of him, hmm. and and he would remember the name from the of, of each juror, and of course they do what they call a voir dire, uh, where they interview each juror because you've got so many people you can kick off each side does and he knew every one of those hmm. and and he would it was it was uh, amazing uh, because I, I, I remember uh, Glenn Claiborne yeah who also with the firm he said boy Zane goes in there and he said all the ladies over 40 uh, that, that had had grown kids, looked at Zane as their son. Hmm. The young ladies looked at him as, boy, that would be a great boyfriend to have. <laughs> and they all looked at him and said, wow, now that's a real he-man. I like him. So, and, and he had that way with yours, and that's why he was so good. Well, uh, the first time I remember reading or knowing the name Book uh, is uh, when, uh, of course, Lois Smith is one of my is one of my political mentors, but uh, the guy that replaced Lois Smith in the legislature, who was my representative for a number of years, is uh, Jimmy Kyle Davis, and he was practicing with the firm Claiborne Davis Book and Hurley. So 
Um, right, right, th right there on Market Street. That's right. That's that's uh, Jimmy Kyle. Oh yeah, I remember those years. Yeah. So, so when you mentioned Glenn Claiborne, that's how I. Uh, that that's what made me think of Claiborne Davis Book and Hurley. So, um, well, uh, what what I'd like to talk about before we talk about government law and you running for re-election because that's kind of boring is. I want to go. I want to go back and revisit Citizens for Home Rule. Um, Ray, uh, my wife and I uh, moved to. We moved out of uh, Carter Four Way Inn to Concord, Southwest Knox County, in 1992, and uh, somewhere along that way, just before that, Victor Ash became mayor. Um, Victor Ash decided that the that the city needed to grow its tax base. And so he started, uh, uh, he started going out there and annexing every piece of commercial property he could. And he was, he was annexing a lot of, uh, homes as well. Uh, but, uh, you were the legal counsel for a group called citizens for home rule. And, um, if, if you belong to citizens for home rule and Victor Ash decided that he was, he, that he wanted your house in the city and you were going to have to pay city taxes. As long as you're a member of Citizens for Home Rule, they um, they filed a lawsuit. And from my understanding, uh, Citizens for Home Rule won every single case, and their attorney was one David Book. Is that right? That's correct. That's so talk. Correct. So talk to the. You know, we've had a lot of people that moved into Knoxville over the last well, the last six months. But we've had a lot of people move in over the last six or seven or eight years because um, really victor after losing all those cases decided and then of course we've had bill haslam and we've had um dan brown and we've had madeline rojero and we've had now india king cannon and they don't quite uh well they don't annex anything anymore but uh victor victor kind of got his his wings clipped and so he didn't he didn't quite take in people unless they voluntarily wanted to be in the city. So kind of bring people up to date on, on how, how you came to be the attorney for citizens of home rule and, and about fighting good old Victor Ash. Uh, actually the citizens for home rule people interviewed several lawyers hmm. uh, early on and, uh, they, they liked me. And so I became their attorney. Uh, and it basically, and, and I'll give Victor Ash credit, he's pretty shrewd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it started off where he was going to, or actually I think it started under Testament. Okay. Uh, the idea to annex huge areas of uh, Knox County and turn Knox County into the city of Knoxville by uh, annexation. Well, that, that didn't hit off too good because any one person in like an area uh, and Testament, as I recall, started off doing the districts, you know, like District 8, 9, etc. Mm. And that didn't work because one, one person could, could kill it. That's what we did at CHR. Victor was much smarter. Uh, Victor came in and started doing individual uh, parcels, and some would fight them and not be members of Citizens for Home Rule and wouldn't care. And then, of course, all it would take would be one. But Victor was pretty shrewd in the in the way he did it. Uh, and then, even later, when it looked like the legislature was going to change the annexation law, Victor, while he could, said, okay, where's the real money? 
real money is in the uh, local option sales tax. Mm -hmm. And so he was going after down down the uh, strip annexations, trying to get all the businesses. Yep. Pretty shrewd move by him. And so he kind of laid off the homeowners. But by that time, uh, I think we had like close to 300 individual homeowner lawsuits mm. that were uh, in the dockets up at Chancery Court. And, and the way that worked was that as long as that suit was pending, the homeowner was not in the city. In mm. city well, uh, Victor's legal staff didn't want to fight those lawsuits because they, they were going to be two or three days of trial and they would lose them. They didn't want to do that. So they didn't really push going to trial and my clients didn't push going to trial because they were safe and happy as long as the suit was pending. So that's the way it wound up. And then when Haslam came in, he, uh, he decided, let's just get rid of all these lawsuits. And so he agreed to, uh, a dismissal of every one of them with the city paying the court costs and that did away with that of course in between there as you well know brian the state legislature did away with annexation right uh, by ordinance and, that, and that's what and that and that's and that's why we have the growth plan today exactly right right well that's interesting yeah i mean uh out here in southwest Knox county i mean uh people think that th those of us that live out here near uh north shore and westland drive that we're in the county and we are but you know the target and the Publix uh at north shore town centers in the city the kroger out here at um uh, and all the little strip centers uh around the kroger at north shore and westland uh, all that's in the in the city and man i, I don't know uh, if i was a city uh police officer and I was having to cover that beat uh and having to run out to to work a wreck um it wouldn't it wouldn't be very fun, but I guess that's Victor's that that has become Victor's legacy, I guess. Yeah. So so about eight and a half years ago you went to work for um uh now Chancellor uh Bud Armstrong uh when he was elected law director and you were his chief deputy. So you served about eight years with um with Bud and then um about uh, almost four years ago you were elected to a term my man the time sure does fly, doesn't it? Oh, it does. But um, you know, it was uh, it was an interesting four years because you had um, you kind of had COVID all in the middle of that, uh, and you had some you've had some interesting uh, some interesting legal aspects uh, as law director. But you know, just kind of explain to folks that the, the law director represents the government. Uh, it doesn't necessarily uh, we get to vote for the law director, but you don't actually. You represent us in the fact that you represent the government. Just kind of explain what the law director does. Well, the law director basically, number one, defends when uh, the Knox County or Knox County School Board gets sued uh, and defends those lawsuits because they can result in uh, substantial sums of taxpayer money. So that's our main thing is defending the, the county against these lawsuits. Uh, also, under the charter, we are charged with, uh, it's a broad term, says all legal affairs of the county. That includes uh, we are required to uh, advise uh, at the uh, county commission and all of its boards and committees, as well as the mayor, uh, if they seek our 
legal advice. So we have that that in there. But the, the main thing is is defending uh, Knox County and its taxpayers from these uh, possibly million dollar lawsuits. Right, right. Well, and they, um, the, you're so. When the county commission passes a, a resolution ordinance, I mean they they come to you and they want your legal opinion, right? But but ultimately, whatever they decide is 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 what you have to defend uh, as as the law director, right? That's correct. We don't make any policy whatsoever. Policy is made by the county commission. Take them out. And so, um, sometimes they don't. Right. And you've got a you've got a staff of about eleven attorneys there, I think, in the law director's office. So just kind of talk about your staff and and what and um, kind of the the team that you. I, I know you've got uh, now retired Chancellor Mike Moyers uh, on your staff. Uh, he was a law director for a number of years. But just kind of talk about your staff and and uh, I mean you've got you basically got got an office over the schools, I think, and you got an office at the city county building, but. Everybody's kind of got the work divided up, I assume. Well, uh, yeah, everybody seems to have their area of expertise. Uh, the uh, years of uh, practicing law in our office is 23 years. Wow. Uh, and and the, the youngest one that we just recently hired, a young lady, brilliant young lady, uh, she's got three years experience, which is uh, the same as my opponent has. Right. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got an opponent in Republican primary, and then you got one in the you got one in the uh, general election. I think it's the same one you had in the general election four years ago, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Four years ago, he ran as an independent. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, then he ran against then he ran against Allen, right, for uh, district attorney general. So about about every two years, uh, I guess we're going to see your Democrat opponent pop up on the ballot, but. you know, so so you're running uh, February 14th through the 27th early voting. Uh, March the 5th is the Republican primary. You're doing all the things that that uh, people expect uh, somebody that's running to do. I, I know you've put out at least a letter, and I'm sure there's more. There's probably another mailer coming out at some point. And you're you got yard signs. I mean, you you've you've hit almost as far as I can tell every Republican club in town because I go to most of them, and you were at center city this past thursday night um a club that i happen to be president of but um just uh, kind of talk about what you think the next four years are going to be as and and this is a is this position term limit as well as the county commission mayor and all the others yes indeed it is term limited so if i am elected if the people elect me uh for four more years then it'll be somebody else's term uh, time to run because i'll be termed out right so um just kind of what what what's your thoughts about the next four years um, being the um, being the um, Knox County Law Director? Um, you you I mean I, I know we're always going to have lawsuits out of the out of the out of the jail. We're always going to have lawsuits from schools. You know, there's always going to be lawsuits, right? But um, I mean, just continue on. I mean, I mean, you you see anything? You see anything in particular that? That's interesting. That might happen over the next four years. Well, I, I'm I'm hoping one of the things that, and I am not taking part in the policy, but part of the, the the most of our lawsuits are with the schools. There's cottage industry out there, right? And so 
if if some student feels like they have uh, uh, been harmed or something because a teacher didn't do something right, uh, we get sued. Mm. And and the, the issue on that is these are under federal lawsuits and under federal government regulations that we have to abide by because we take federal money. Right. If we don't take the federal money, we're not bound by a lot of those things. But the, the, the sad part about all of this is, is uh, if somebody gets $1, wins a lawsuit with $1, the attorney's fees could be a quarter million dollars because under mm. civil, uh, the attorney can recover uh, his, his or her Fees. Right, uh, and, and it's it's really not a fair thing, but uh, that's the way the law is. Right. Well, and, and I know we can't really talk about pending cases, but are all the cases uh, that that came up because of COVID? I mean, I know the schools was flooded with a lot of lawsuits because of COVID. Are all those cases, for the most part, done? Except the, the I think there's a did the did the bubble gum did the bubble gum lawsuit come out of COVID or did that come after COVID? That, that didn't come out of COVID. Okay. It's, it's still going on. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, they, wanna, they want all kinds of money because kids are allowed to chew gum or eat in school. And right. It, it's causing a problem for, and I'm not, I'm not. No. problem that, that the child has, but uh, what, what the lawyers are wanting to do change the whole school atmosphere for one one student right so, right where both, both the covid lawsuits are all over okay good good well uh you know we, we've been on here about 18 minutes i think uh, i think we've covered it all i really did want to i did really did want to because you've had a unique experience in your um in your short time as a lawyer um working with uh, congressman duncan and zane daniel and then of course the whole set us for a home rule um aspect of because that that those uh that those whole lawsuits went on for a number of years didn't they almost 20 years right right and so um yeah i know that uh commissioner frank luthold uh was one of them that that went to the legislature to get that urban growth boundary thing um fixed uh, or passed so that we could kind of move on beyond the whole annexation issues but um well, any any big uh, any big campaign plans for David Book over the next month? I guess because here we are at the end of January, so in a, in about a, a month and, and a few days, uh, we'll know March the fifth, and uh, I, well, and and then I guess and get I guess then we gear up for your Democrat opponent. But um, any big plans over the next month, or just keep keep seeing as many people as you can, and and keep asking for votes, right? That's it, just like I did last time. Absolutely. Well, go ahead. That's right. I mean, even whether you have an opponent on the, you always have opposition. It's just whether or not they they pop up on the ballot or not. So um, you uh, you just always do the do the best you can and you move on. Well, David, I appreciate you being on here. I'll give you the last couple of minutes to ask for everybody's votes, and uh, you know, any any time you need to talk to talk to the people that view Brian Horn, the Brian Hornback experience, you're welcome, but I'll go ahead and let you finish it out. Okay, I don't have much to say to the voters other than uh, I offer my experience. Uh, as you said, I've been there uh, eight years as chief deputy and uh, three and a half years as law director. 
uh, I would just put up my experience against my opponent and ask you to uh, respectfully, uh, respectfully ask for my, for your vote out there. So right. Thank you for Brian. Oh, and one, let, I almost forgot. So the bar, the bar poll came out uh, late last week. Uh, we're doing this on a Sunday. Uh, you got almost, you, you got like a, almost a three, right? From the bar? Yes. Yes. And your opponents were way off from a three. So uh, yeah. the people, the people that know judges, the people that know law directors, uh, and I'm sure I'll, I'll be putting the bar results out on brianhornback.com. But okay. uh, but David Book got almost a three. Uh, I, again, I don't I don't have the email right in front of me. But uh, I will be publishing the bar results. I'm sure the bar will be getting it out into the into the newspaper and, and into other places as we get closer to February 14th. But I didn't want to end because as you were finishing up, it, it suddenly popped in my head that I did see those bar results like on Thursday or Friday and and uh, you're far and away um, scored higher than either one of your opponents so that, yeah, that that should be noted okay thank you so much all right thank you David I have, have a good have a great day okay you thanks bye-bye